Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 8 of Cornerstone Conversations. I'm your host, Neil Wright, pastor at Cornerstone Christian Fellowship. Um, hope you're all doing really well and with me I've got Matthew Koenig, who's also a pastor here. Hi Matt. Hi Neil, hi everyone, good to be back here again. Yep. So Matt, uh, we were looking at a couple of things on the weekend, or I was, as I was preaching, and uh, we're going to go through those today. And also we had a competition at the end of it, had a bit of a tour of my cupboard, um, so that was online on our online message. Got a couple of people uh, entered into that. Uh, you Have you done an entry? Um, I helped some young people in my family. Yes. Um, their entry is very good, I must say. Yep. And I think you've been to a lot of places. I have. And what, what we did was collected some stuff from it. So in the cupboard, if anyone else wants to go and have a look, go and have a look and enter. Uh, there's a possibility that you're in a prize. It's an amazing prize. Um, maybe it might be dinner at my and Joe's house. My, my, mine and Joe's house. Is that how you say it? Joe and my house? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that'll be fun. Um... So I, I was talking about two things on the weekend, just a couple of thoughts that have been with me for a little while. And one of them was really about us as uh, Christians, sometimes with the way that we think how hard it is to share the gospel with those around us. And thinking about what Jesus did, right? We, we, think, we understand Jesus was really powerful, obviously, with the Holy Spirit come upon him. But we've also got that same Holy Spirit and power. Um, but there's a verse in Acts 10.38, which I just absolutely love. And we're going to look at that and just have a little chat about that. Um, and this is it, Acts 10.38. And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all those who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And uh, Matt, why I love that verse is that first little bit there that says Jesus went around doing good. Um, and I wonder if sometimes we devalue doing good. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I would say that we we do that sometimes. Um, you know, maybe, maybe I guess doing doing things um, with the wrong intention behind it can be part of that. I think. Um, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, I guess I guess there's the you know you you. You do good with the expectation that people are going to actually see you doing that, and and that you you get like you right, get a reward, a reward or praise for doing that. Whereas that's that's not the intention that comes from from what we're called to do to do good. And you know, I think you even mentioned something about that on on Sunday, if my memory serves me correctly. Yeah. That that those who who don't believe in God do good with a different different motive. Um, the motive for us is is that we are loved by God, and and that you know then pours out of us and and results in in good actions with no expectation of reward or whatever. And I think that's a good way of checking if we if we're doing good with the right motives. Yeah, because we can do. I mean, to be honest, like even with uh, how we could say sometimes our thoughts of evangelism that we can do good to people with the expectation that that doing good is going to produce a result that we want. 
in terms of like, I'm only doing good so that this person will listen to me about Jesus. And um, there's no doubt that will happen, but it's almost, I don't know, it's not really the heart of what I think Jesus was about when he was here on earth because he didn't seem to discriminate. Um, he just did good to everybody. And I wonder if sometimes we do sometimes do good with that. It's almost, well, in its extreme, it would be manipulative behavior. In other words, to get what we want um, or, like you said before, to get praise for it or to be noticed for doing good. Um, and and uh, so Jesus went around doing good. And I just love that picture. And I think about yourself, Matt, or me, just looking, what am I doing for Jesus? You know, and, and we often get this high ideal. Do you, do you ever get a high ideal that you're not doing enough for him? Yeah, I, I think there is a, there's an attitude that we can have where, where we have to be doing this, this amazingly spiritual you know, sort of thing in order to be doing stuff for God, but but that's not the case at all, you know. And, you know, there's there's that verse that says, you know, do all things as though you're doing it for the Lord. And, yeah. and you know, that's the same the same sort of thing, you know, like you can you can do anything for God yep. with with that attitude and, and I think, you know, there's that, that opportunity to 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 do good um and and do for God and and it, it can be whatever, you know, like it mm. doesn't have to be that that amazing sort of mountaintop type moment yeah. with someone, yeah. Um, but just yeah, just doing good. Yeah. So it, we don't have to have this big production. Mm. Just go around doing good. Mm. Like, it, it almost seems too simple, right? It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're called to do. Go around doing good. And I can just imagine just going around doing good. It's sort of like Mary Poppins around the place, you know, just doing things everywhere. Um, Second part, though, and healing all that, all who were oppressed by the devil. And um, we do need to add that. Like like some people have said, there's a, a saying, I think they attribute it to Francis of Assisi, that, you know, um, whenever I, about preaching the gospel, and it's like, and when, when I need to, I'll use words. I, I think mm. that apparently he didn't really say that anyway, attributed to him, um, who knows. But Paul definitely said, how will they hear unless someone tells them? And so how will anyone hear about Jesus unless we preach? So at the same time, doing good um, does open up people's hearts. It opens the doors of their hearts, but we can't do it only for that purpose. But once the heart is open, as Christians, do you, do you, think, do you ever think about that, that, that if I'm speaking Christ into someone's life, I'm actually freeing them from an oppression? Have you ever thought of it like that? Yeah, I think there's a there's a freedom that comes from from being in relationship with, with Christ, and that's that's what it's all about. You know, that's why Jesus came was for that for that freedom. And you know, I guess any any time we're talking to someone about that, that's exactly what we're doing. You know, and um, you know, there, there might be times when we get a little bit distracted about why we're doing it, and um, you know, like it's even even from an attitude of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm such a good Christian because I can talk to someone about my faith rather yeah. than I'm talking to this person because, because they deserve to know about the freedom that God has for them and the relationship uh, that God has yeah, for them. Yeah, true. You know, so. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, because you can actually, I have had been around people that it's almost like a notch on your belt when you're talking to someone about Jesus and it is actually more about their effort than mm. 
the freeing of someone. And what I like there too is it says, who was the oppressor, Matt, in that, in that verse there? Um, it just says, uh, healing all who were oppressed by the devil. So it's the, the devil that's the oppressor. Yeah. yeah. God's into freedom. He, he doesn't mm. want us to be slaves. And you know, even my own thoughts on that healing all who were oppressed by the devil, I looked up that word healing and it's like physical healing. You know, of course, there's the spiritual healing and uh, mental healing, which would also be probably a little bit different to physical, but sort of related. But that actually was, he healed those who were physically sick because mm. the sickness was an oppression of the devil, not of God. And um, so, you know, that's what we're about. We're, we're to do good and we're to be part of that healing process. Obviously, it's God who heals, but we're just conduits of his grace in people's lives. Mm. And the second thought I had um, was about prayer. And I think it was because I was, um, I love John chapter 15, which is where this this speaks to me time and time again. It's, it's probably one of the best passages that, that are best for me in the Bible. I love it. You know, just about that abiding in Christ and, and his word in you. But it's just so powerful because it, it gives you comfort at the same time as power. It's like, it's almost like Jesus giving you a big word hug when you read it, and um, I love it. And there's two verses there in particular when it starts to talk about prayer and asking God for things. In uh, verse 7 it says, But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask anything you want and it will be granted. And then verse 16 um, was, I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit that, so that the Father will give you what." Ever you ask for using my name. Um, so, Matt, is God like a genie? No. Why not? Oh, it's it's a it's you know it, it's not a it's not a I guess the way the way that I read that is is it's not something where we just want whatever we want and we rub a lamp and and hey presto there it is. <laughs> um, you know, there's it's it's I guess it's a, a fruit that comes out of a relationship. You know, and it and it says there that that he wants us to produce ever, um, you know, um, lasting fruit. Yeah, and and that's those those fruits of the spirit that we we've been talking about time and time again over the last few weeks. You know, and just you know, being being in relationship with God, um, producing producing fruit, which which then um, impacts the the. I guess the the way we pray, the things yeah. that we're asking for, the desires of our heart. Yep. is, is um, changed. So it's not just a like a magic bullet to get whatever you want, but it's oh. it's it's something that's after God's heart. Yeah, no. that's so true. Yeah, yeah, not not a selfish desire in a way. No, that's right. Yeah, and I think obviously that's important. That I have met people that would say about prayer. You know, um, they're almost fearful to pray that they might pray something wrong. You know, like. Mm. If I ask for this, then what if it's just selfish? And that's fair, you know, like you've got to question those things in your life. But if I read through this chapter here, if I want pure motives, all I've got to do is keep myself in Christ and keep his word in my heart, and I don't need to be afraid. Like It's almost like I don't have to filter my words when I'm asking God because my heart has already been transformed to want his will and, and what he has for me. Um, and I love it says, I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit. It's like, mm. you know, this is what I've done. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit more than I would like you to, but it's like, man, this is your mission in life Yeah, to, to produce good fruit. So 
my question was, and we've had already a little bit of discussion about this, about praying, and, and I was thinking about people's prayer lives, and I have to be honest, sometimes it's hard to get people to pray, mm. right? Mm. You, you, might, you might have been there, you're in a group of people, Christians that have been Christians for, for many years, and you're like, oh, who would like to pray? And what's the response you get, Matt? Silence. <laughs> Silence. You know, I think I think that's a it's a real challenge, isn't it? Like, you know, in in those sorts of circumstances, I think I think I think what you said before was that you know there's there's a you know am I going to pray the wrong thing or mm. you know like I think there's a real there's almost like a a barrier to the way that we we um, are able to you know, do do stuff and and say and pray things that are on our heart because we're we're scared or fearful of what other people are going to think yeah you know and and I, I you know i would be certain that that every sort of circumstance i found myself in that situation where there's just you know you're asking people to pray and there's just silence mm. you know either they're they're praying silently yep. which is great or you know, they're, they're in that place of, I don't know what to pray, you know, what... You know. Yeah, or maybe feeling like that if they do pray, it's going to be a pathetic prayer mm. compared to yeah. someone else who's someone, a great orator. That's right. That's right. But, uh, but I would imagine that those same people would still have an awesome prayer life, you know, yeah. and, and still be in that place of communicating with God and whatever when, you know, when they're by themselves or, or whatever. So, yeah, you know, I think it's, it's hard not to fall into that place of, of judging what's going on and I think we need to be careful about that yep um, but yeah uh, prayer is awesome like yeah. it you, you're right why why aren't we so eager to jump into prayer in every moment that we have yep um, I think like especially like there, there's lots of different prayer times and, and things like that but you know like if you're meeting in a group um, and someone's got a need and you can't find someone to pray for it there's something wrong right mm. because if I really take these verses as they're said there, you can ask for anything you want, it'll be granted, and the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. If we're in a group, Matt, meeting, and you know, it's like, oh, Matt's got this need, he needs a job, and no one prays for it. What's that really saying? You know, like Either we don't believe that God's mm -hmm. going to do it, so we don't want to, and I have met this, we don't want to pray because if God doesn't grant it, then I'll look like a fool, mm. right? And I know, like, this is, again, I'll take things to extreme just to, to illustrate points, right? But that's true, isn't it? Like, I could think, especially for healing, uh, I don't want to pray for healing in case I don't get healed and I'll mm. look like an idiot. Have you ever yeah. felt like that? Uh, I think there's, there's certainly been times when I've felt like I don't know how to pray. Yep. Um, and maybe that's been a blockage to, to doing it. And, and yeah. I absolutely see what you're saying in terms of people not praying for something basically says, you know, you're not really, you know, believing for that or, or even um, agreeing with the request. But, um, you know, I think that, that uh, the, the big thing for me, I guess, is, is that, that not knowing how to pray for something. Yeah. Um, you know, I... And... and, and Praying in a way that is is what God is is desiring. I guess that's the other yep. the other part of it. You know, God God desires for us to be free from sickness. He desires for us to be in relationship with Him. Um, you know, and, and as we're looking at, you know, it talks about um, 
you know, asking for whatever we want mm. in Jesus' name. And yeah, um, you know, I, I don't know. I guess there's a there's a you know, like I, I guess for me, there's a there's a thing that sort of says, you know, well, you need to know what God God's plans are mm. in order for that to happen as well. So I think that's probably been a blockage for me at times as well. But yeah. over you know, the, probably the last eighteen months or or two or two or three years, sort of thing, I've really or actually more than that in in just just my journey I've had with Toby and our family mm. and stuff, and just the seeing prayer at work. Yeah. In that. Um, you know, and I think my prayer life's probably got a little way to go as well. But yep. you know, just just finding myself being in that place, you know, the, God's word said to to pray unceasingly. Yep. And and you know, that's not you know, we we can't we can't be in this place of just sitting down and closing your eyes and praying all the time. But it's it's a, you know, prayer is a is a conversation with God. Yeah. And it's being in that place of of just recognizing that God is with us all the time and being able to. Have that have that conversation and and bring things to God and and with with the understanding that He is at work and He's going to make things work for His purposes and for His glory and for His mm. good yeah. and and you know when you come in in that space time and time and time and time again you see God come through yeah. like I see that in Toby but I see that um, in you know even in my work like this this week I had a couple of instances where I had issues I was dealing with with computers where I, yeah. it was just you know, one was a computer that wouldn't turn on. Yep. I was pulling it apart. And I had absolutely no idea why it was, wasn't turning on. I just said, God, please help this to be a really simple thing. <laughs> yeah. And I yep. pulled the cover off the back of the computer and I was just looking at it and I noticed this little piece of metal that had come off of something yep. and it was shorting out the thing. I took it out, the computer worked. Yep. Boom, done. Thank you, Jesus. Yep. You know, and another, another instance, I won't go into the details of the other one, but same sort of thing, you know. God, help me to help me to find out what what the issue is, and yep. you know, within fifteen minutes, the the problem was fixed, and yep. it was a very bizarre problem. I might tell you about it if you come and ask me, but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like just just this opportunity to pray, you know, we we have this opportunity to just be in conversation with God all the time and bring yep. stuff to Him, and yep. you know, I think we just need to we need to get in there and do it, you know. Yeah. Like, Agreed. You know, and you know, like I, I certainly don't judge, and like you know, I've I've certainly heard people start to use the "you don't have enough faith" thing as a weapon, and that's not helpful. Mm, no, and it's not right. You no. know, and we're all growing, and we're all on a journey of faith. But the point is that if we actually really abide and just get ourselves into God, and if I know that what I'm going to pray is going to come to pass, surely I'm going to be very excited to come. Mm to the throne room and pray, right? Because yeah. I'm confident. I'm like getting in there thinking, you know what, I've got this problem and it needs solving. My kids have run away from the Lord and um, or, you know, like I said, I'm having trouble with my job and my boss and, you know, it, it might take some time to resolve those things. But if I know that I'm hooked into God, that I'm loving on Him, I know my prayers are not going to be selfish. Like, is it a selfish prayer to say, God, my kids need you? bring them back it's not selfish right no, not at all not at all right not at all so the motive is perfect yeah. god wants every person to be saved it's a great motive but to be able to come with confidence and saying you know what god i'm here in this presence i haven't seen the answer yet but i'm believing for something and i think it's just um something that we need to stir up and and really like, like even again talking about group things say you're doing your worship group mm. team on a sunday um 
how much more awesome if people are coming expecting what you pray to come to pass. So you guys are up there praying, God, we just want an amazing, awesome worship service where your Holy Spirit comes and everyone's going, yeah, that's what we want. Mm. Is that a good motive? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But let's believe for it, you know, mm. and, and let's really pray for things thinking that, yeah, we can have them. And I think that would lift the enjoyment level of prayer. Anyway, it might have gone over time. What we've allotted a little bit doesn't matter. We don't actually have a limit. Um, you might have a limit of listening to us, you know, as you might have hit the stop button right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, been lovely talking mm. and just want to leave those thoughts with you. Um, so we'll catch you next time. Yep. Awesome. Thanks, guys. See ya.